Kindly turn your Bibles with me to Ephesians chapter 5. We are in the year of great awakening and a lot will be said during this year or a lot will also be done during this year. But I believe that to set the ball rolling and to observe how the Lord would want us to conduct our lives, particularly as we work towards the coming of the Lord Jesus, it's needful that we remind ourselves, and that is exactly what we're going to do this morning, remind ourselves of some of the instructions the Spirit of God has already inspired in Scripture through a man like Apostle Paul. Today we are in Apostle Paul's epistle, that is Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter 5. I'll quickly read through the first 17 verses. Therefore, verse 1, I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, but I pick our theme from the King James Version of the Bible, actually. Awake thou that sleepest. Tell your neighbor, awake thou that sleepest. Verse 1 of Ephesians chapter 5. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. I want you to know the way God addresses us. He calls us not just children, but dear children. And walk in love. As Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Verse 3. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Did you see another name God calls her? He calls us what? Saints. Say I'm a saint. Don't wait till you die before they now coronate you as a saint. You are a saint. He calls us saint. So you call yourself what God calls you. Verse 4. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Do you see the way God wants us to conduct ourselves? Live a life of thanksgiving. Verse 5. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Who are the sons of disobedience? Those who don't have any relationship with Christ. True disobedience is when you have rejected the gospel. Where you have refused to be washed by the blood of Jesus. The offer has been made. But once you say, I don't believe in this, your God. I don't believe somebody even died for me and shed his blood for me. Therefore, I do not confess him as my Lord. God sees you as a son or a daughter of disobedience. Have you seen that? Verse 7, therefore do not be partakers with them, for you were once darkness. This is a very important point. Say, I was once 
darkness. He didn't say you were once in darkness. You were once darkness. If the sin nature has not been washed away, as far as God is concerned, you are darkness. No wonder Jesus calls us those whose sins have been washed away. He says, you are the light of the world. But we were once darkness. So for you were once darkness, but now you are light. Oh, I love that. See, I'm now light. I'm no more darkness. I'm no longer a slave to fear. It's one of the songs you must pick as well. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. You are not light anywhere else, but where? In the Lord. In Christ Jesus, we have been made light. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Verse 10. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Did you hear that? We got to find out. This thing I'm doing, this thing I'm embarking on, is it acceptable to the Lord? So finding out. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. But rather, expose them. The King James says, reprove them. How do you expose the unfruitful works of darkness? How? You expose the unfruitful work of darkness by living as light. As you walk as light... You draw a difference between you and those who are walking in darkness. You won't need to go and tell them, see, you are darkness. No. Whenever light appears, darkness is exposed. So as we live as light, you will see that there's a difference between us and those who are called sons of disobedience, who are called darkness. So he says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. That's the definition of light. Light is that which makes manifest. So as children of light, whenever we appear, there will be evidence that light has appeared. And by your appearance, darkness is exposed. Whatever does make manifest is light. Verse 14. Therefore he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Let me quote that from the King James, where I picked my topic from. He said, Wherefore he saith, Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. I'll come back to verse 14, but let me finish 15, 16, and 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Somebody say, Amen. You know what? When we enter a new year, like 2020 and every new year for that matter it is the expectation of every child of God that something new should happen especially our desires and our expectations 
should materialize. And there is nothing wrong with that, please. We should always aspire and hope for the best. That is how life is like. But something just struck me when I read this verse. Before I go to verse 14, he says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. To redeem means to buy back. And here in context, it means to make the most. Utilize the time because the days are evil. Listen, child of God. It means that as far as the new year is concerned, there isn't anything going to be new until we who are light bring out new things. In fact, scripture tells us somewhere else, it says that evil men will wax worse and worse. Did you hear that? Evil men, they will not get better. They will wax, in other words, they will become worse and worse. The days are evil mean that don't expect that anything will change if we do not first and foremost manifest as light and bring the change. There can never be any change in a new year until we decide that something must change. If you are expecting this world to offer you something better, it is, it is living in delusion. You are actually following a mirage. It won't happen. Because Galatians chapter 1 verse 4 calls this world present evil world. So if you believe that, oh, one day this world is going to favor my cause, forget it. It won't happen. Satan does not analyze. He is the author of darkness, the supervisor of darkness. He is the one that he, he is the Lord of all those who are darkness. And he doesn't mind making life comfortable for those who are in darkness. Take note. Can I say that again? Satan doesn't mind removing impediments in the way of those who are darkness. He doesn't mind. Do you know why? Because he's got nothing to lose. So long as he has kept them in darkness and in blindness of their soul... I'm saying blindness of the soul because the Bible says if our gospel is hidden, it is hidden from those who are lost, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. That is Satan. He is called the God, small g-o-d. He is the God of this age. He is the one in charge of this age. He has blinded their minds and he has kept them in darkness. The Bible says lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine in their hearts and they be saved. So Satan doesn't mind keeping those who are in darkness in comfort. He doesn't mind making things work for them. Do you realize why sometimes it's like, why is it that believers struggle to just make the ends meet? But those who are in darkness, they seem, the word is seem, they seem to be making it. They seem, things seem to be working for them. But people of God, don't be deceived. It's a mirage. It's what? It's a mirage. Because in their soul, number one, is true emptiness. Until Christ comes into your soul, you are really empty. There's a vacuum in the soul of every man, every woman for that matter, looking for that satisfaction. And it is only in Christ Jesus that vacuum can be filled. So, so long as Satan gives people who are in darkness everything, that doesn't mean they are enjoying you may see outwardly that they are having things go easy for them, but they are actually not enjoying. They can have everything, 
But ultimately, when it matters most, Satan will say, come on. Okay, after you have enjoyed, after you've built your empire, after you have established whatever, come and join me in hell. And from hell, join me in the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Look at Satan. He has nothing to lose because he has lost it already. So he doesn't mind making life easy for those who are darkness. But for us who are light, there is an effort God wants us to make on our path. That is why we have read these scriptures. He says, imitate Christ. Imitate God. Walk in love. Don't let this and that. All that I read, we can go back to that scripture when we go home and reflect on the instruction of the spirit. Because if we're going to awake from sleep and from the dead, and what does he mean by awake from the dead? That is the verse 14. He says, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. Who are those called the dead here? Can I ask? Who are the dead? Death. We have, a, we have said it in this house time and again that death simply means what? Separation. So the dead here refers to those who are separated from light. In fact, they are darkness and they have no connection with light. They are not born again. The sin nature is not washed away. Their minds are darkened. Their minds are not renewed and they are dead. They have no connection with God. So if you are in a company, you are in an environment, you are in a neighborhood, you are in a vehicle, you live anywhere where those who are not born again, you know, also live or dwell or work, you are actually living amongst the dead. Did you hear that? As far as God's standard is concerned, they may seem to have everything going easy for them, but Bible calls them the dead. So he says, awake, thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. In other words, let there be a distinction between you and those who are not yet born again. He says, instead of endorsing their works, their unfruitful work of darkness, he says, rather reprove them, expose them. Don't conform to this world. Romans chapter, uh, is it Romans chapter 12? Yeah, tells us. He said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't follow the example. Don't say that, oh, this brother did this way and this is how he got it. Bible says that, find out what the will of the Lord is. Find out what pleases God. If that does not please God, it doesn't matter how easy it went for the brother or sister. There is a way that seems right unto man. Bible says, by the end thereof are the ways of death. It starts as one way, but it ends as many ways. At that level, anywhere you pass, it is death. Any step you take, it is death. Because you started as one way, but it ended as many ways. There's no way out at that level. Children of God, we are light. I like it when God calls me light. Just think about it. Say, you were once darkness. That is where some of us are always, I mean, mindful of. Once darkness. But now, are we light in the Lord? You've got to celebrate that every day. The reason why we had to do that white, white service was just to celebrate the fact that we are light in the Lord. You may not have physical, material things to begin with, but you are still light in the Lord. He says, you are the light of the world. Hallelujah. 
Let your life so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The year has begun on a very glorious note. But what God is telling you and me, me first, before anybody is awake, thou that sleepest. To sleep is to have relief and comfort. God says that we should not seek comfort in this world. This world cannot give us the true comfort we're looking for. We should always bear in mind we are pilgrims. Hallelujah. We are what? Pilgrims. We are on a pilgrimage. We are passing through this world. We are not citizens of this earth. Philippians 3.20 calls us citizens of heaven. He says our citizenship is in heaven. He didn't say our citizenship will be in heaven. It is in heaven. So a child of God is a citizen of heaven. Please think about it. Is that the way we, we reason? If we think that I'm a citizen of heaven, then we will think heavenly. We will act heavenly. We will exercise the dominion and the authority of heaven wherever we go. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a citizen of heaven. I am light. I'm no more darkness. I'm no more a slave to sin, to fear, and all the fruits of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who we are. You may not act that way. Why? Because probably your mind is not renewed yet. Maybe this year, 2020, we'll preach part three of renew your mind. Because it is one of the messages we must be reminding ourselves of time and again. That see, as we grow, you need to remove the old and replace it with the new. That's renew. We need to change the way we see others. Look, God says that what is light, I am light. So he says, walk in love. If you hate a brother who is called light by God, the Bible says you yourself, you're also walking in darkness. For he who hates his brother is already in darkness and he does not even know what he stumbles at. Love is light. The Bible says the, the light shines in darkness. In him was life and the life was the light of man. The life that we, we have makes us light. So I cannot hate a brother in Christ to begin with. I cannot. If there are grudges amongst us, God says that, look, settle those matters because like we're going to do very soon, we're going to partake of the Holy Communion. The Holy Communion means that we are going to share everything together. If it is darkness, one person is carrying, we are sharing it together. If it is light, one person is carrying, we are sharing it together. So if you carry hatred towards a brother, a sister, what you're doing is that you are going to distribute hatred. Bible says, let, let, lest there be, it said, lest there arise in you bitterness. I'm paraphrasing the scripture. It says, lest there be any bitterness springing up among you and thereby many be defiled. Bitterness can start from one person's heart, but before I realize many are defiled by it. It has spread like cancer. It has spread like living. That's yeast in just a small, you know, flower. Hallelujah. So, this year, God says, Awake! Thou that sleepest. God has taken us so seriously, we must take him seriously. Hallelujah. I'm not talking as a perfect man. I'm talking to myself and I'm talking to everybody who wants to pay attention 
this morning. Hallelujah. I believe that together we can rise up from the dead. Together we can make a difference. Together we can reprove or expose the works of darkness. Together. No single individual can do it all by himself. Paul was not addressing an individual. He addressed a whole church called the Church of Ephesus. And I believe this scripture is addressed to International Prayer Resort Ministries this morning. That as far as our year of great awakening is concerned, he says, awake thou that sleepest. Awake. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless his word in our hearts. That he will give us the agency Jesus. to see ourselves as one. Mm. I'm telling you, if we can see ourselves as one, now it doesn't matter how unqualified in your sight that that person is, the blood of Jesus Christ has qualified him or her for somebody to believe the gospel and embrace Christ and to be born again, that is a miracle. Your enemy can never be that person. Mm. Even the one who has not embraced that light cannot be your enemy. Your true enemy is Satan mm. who has blinded that individual who is still in darkness or who is still darkness. But for us, we may have one or two grudges. We may have one or two differences, but it doesn't make that brother or that sister an enemy. Mm. So he says, he started by saying that, let me just start from verse 1 again, then we close. Verse 1 of Ephesians 5 says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. How does God behave? It was while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. People of God, if you're going to wait for that brother to qualify before you love him, you will make a big mistake. And love covers multitude of sins. For some, it is the love we show them that will even endear their hearts to say, mm, let me do right. Let me wake up. Be imitators of God. Follow God himself as dear children. If you see a child who is not walking in the footsteps of his father or for that matter his mother can't you see some, there's something wrong so this child does not behave like the father the father is a kind person the father is a calm person but is too an erratic human being so if we say we are children of God not just children but dear children of God as God addresses us he says follow after God imitate God and walk in love oh I'm ending with that. And do what? Walk in love. As Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. When you go home, you can read from the next verse up to the verse 17 again. One day we can dwell on verse 18. We talks about, and be not drunk with wine in which is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. I know in the course of the year we'll still be talking about that verse. Hallelujah. Will you walk in love? Yes. Can you begin to talk to God? This is a good year. I sense in my spirit. God has already opened avenues for us to make it. But we cannot make it as individuals. We can make it as a body. We can make it as one people. We can make it as one people. Be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. God wants us to walk in love. 
Love the Lord your God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Be imitators of God as dear children. Follow after God. Be like God. Behave like God. Talk like God. Think like God. Walk in love. Talk to your father. Remember, one of the things we are awakened to, or awoken to rather, is the fatherhood of God. That we can address him as our father. As we pray, you want to prepare your heart because we're going to go to the lost table. If you're not born again, we can help you because that is what will qualify you to partake of the Holy Communion as well. That is what will qualify you if you're not born again. But if you're born again and you feel that this sin is going to be spread amongst us, you can tell your father, the father, I did it, I'm sorry. I do not deny, neither am I making excuses. I'm not making excuses saying that, oh, it was because this brother or this sister tempted me. That is why I did what I did. I did it because of my insensitivity to your spirit. And I grieve your spirit. I quench your spirit. But forgive me, oh Lord. Wash me with your precious blood. Cleanse me, oh Lord. Make me whole again. That I will not spread sin, but I will spread holiness and righteousness. That what is in me will be shared amongst the brethren. If there is any bitterness in my heart, Lord, help me do away with it. If there is any hurt, if there is any emotional pain I have carried from 2019 into 2020, help me discard it, Lord. Make me whole again. I want to walk in love. I thank you, Lord, that your word says your love has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Help me to exercise myself in that love. Let me forgive. Help me, Lord, to forgive. Help me, Lord, to forgive. Help me, Lord, not to go back to my vomit. Like the dog that vomits and goes back to his vomit. Help me, Lord, not to go back to my vomit. That I will live as light. That I will shine as light in the midst of darkness. That instead of condoning and endorsing and, and conforming to darkness, I will rather expose the work of darkness by walking as light. Wash me, Holy Father. Make me whole again. I am the righteousness of God. Father, help me to live right, to do right, to think right, and to walk in the right path. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.